Hey, everybody. Uh, how are you doing on this fine Thursday evening? I am uh, your host, Peter Brown, as, as always. Thanks to for co- jumping in on Midweek Live. Uh, we're doing something a little bit different this week. We're broadcasting on YouTube and on Facebook at the same time. So wherever you're watching, jump into the chat room and... Uh, you know, let's start uh, chatting back and forth. Uh, Judge Dredd, I see, is already in. So welcome, Judge. Uh, so, you know, if, whether you're watching on Facebook or whether you're watching on YouTube, we should be able to uh, get your chats, and uh, we'll throw those in the mix as well today. Uh, but bef- And we've got, we're going to talk, as you saw in the thumbnail, there's some, some new funds, rumors out there that we're going to talk a little bit about. And, of course, we've got a guest uh, tonight that we're going to talk with in just a minute. But before we do... Let's uh, give a big thank you to our sponsor, and that is Canesware. So if you haven't uh, gone to Canesware.com yet, go to Canesware.com, use promo code FMTV25. If you're planning on buying anything Inter-Miami, that's where you should go and uh, support a local business, 25% off. It's a pretty good deal. And uh, any, anything um, that you buy over $99 will ship for free. So pretty good. So uh, go support those that are supporting us, and uh, let's get right to it. And 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 welcome on a, a guy that's uh, you know he's been covering MLS for quite a while, uh, and uh, I know he's up in New York at at one point, but back down here in South Florida, back home. And uh, let's welcome. Um, I'm trying to do this with uh, multiple things going on at the same time, but let's welcome Franco Panizo. Senior writer for uh, Soccer by Ives, sbisoccer.com. If you don't go to that website, you should. And also, he's a, a member of a podcast, Miami Total Football. How you doing tonight, uh, Franco? Hey, man. How you doing? I hope I didn't butcher your, your intro too no, much. No, no. I was, <laughs> was going to actually say, you actually got the like pronunciation of my name down pat. Usually, people come up with like Panzio or Panzine. Like, people just get it all um, all wrong, so... Yeah, you actually did a very good job on that. So two thumbs up for the for the I, intro. I, I, I mean, you've had some practice. Though. I've, been, I've been on on different iterations of of this show throughout the years. So, yep. Um, if we go back to roll the tape, maybe maybe the first one wasn't so good, but no, good good job, brother. <laughs> and you, and with me, you never know because I'm kind of known for screwing up everybody's name here. I mean, I butcher everybody's name. So I mean, it's <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of what I do. So <laughs> worse, there's worse things to do uh, out there. Yeah, you know when I when I see these broadcasters like last week uh, on the um, weekend we talked to Phil Shane talking to him and he's got he, he prides himself on on being able to pronounce everybody's name. We yeah. didn't even go down that path with him, but uh, you know I, I I'm just I'm horrible at that. Yeah, Eric Krakauer, my my podcast mate on Miami Total Football on the first episode we did, he he mispronounced my last name and he even like <laughs> made it a running thing for the second episode. He was like, oh, I mispronounced your name last time. Um, so yeah, don't, don't worry. Even if you had gotten um, you know slightly wrong, you wouldn't be you'd be in good company. All right, that, there we go. That's good. Well, you know, there's uh, th- thanks for uh, doing some good writing uh, recently on Soccer by Eyes, and uh, you know, if it, you know, it's given us something to talk about, right? So you know, there's you, you've been writing a few different stories, some of them uh, about Inter Miami, but you know, there was actually one before we even get into Inter Miami. You wrote something today that I thought. Maybe we should we should talk about, and I'm actually going to bring that article up on the screen for everybody else to to see it. But it's a uh, U.S. soccer um, they they've approved um, have been approved for um, 
Oh, it's the wrong page, but let's bring this one up. They've been approved for uh, some COVID-19 uh, government money. They've gotten a loan yeah. from, from, um, from the government, you know, because they are a small business. That's kind of, yeah. <laughs> that's a small, a small, I guess small business is defined. That article um, is defined by less than 500 employees. So I guess that's that's how they qualify. Not necessarily in the in the financial aspect of small. I know that some people were were confused about that about that terminology there. But I I, I believe it's for companies or businesses that have less than 500 employees, which is why they they qualify for that for that loan that they've uh, been approved for. So, so do you have any idea of what what their plans are? I mean, obviously, I, I, we've read that, uh, and I think you mentioned in your article that they've laid off several people. Uh, so, do you have any idea of, of do they have they laid out any kind of plan? Are they planning on bringing those people back now that they're going to get funded by the government to uh, to some extent? And 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 how much are they getting? Do we know? Uh, so, but, so the, the part of the the loan, um, in order for them to not have to pay it back. Has to, there's just certain guys that have to fall and they have to essentially pay salaries with it, uh, rent, uh, you know, things like that. It's not, it's not money that they could just invest wherever they want. I mean, I guess they could, but then, then they'd be on the hook for having to pay it back. Um, like guidelines in there for them to have to just, it's, it's, it's for COVID-19. It's meant for, uh, dealing with the current situation that everyone's trying to deal with. So, um, it'll, it'll just be, you know, in terms of salary for employees, trying to keep everyone, we're trying to keep things as normal as possible. It's not meant for them just to have money to, to tap into and try to you know do other things and try to get creative with it. It's meant just for keeping things as, as normal as possible. All right. Well, I, yeah, I thought that was just a little interesting in that uh, you know uh, you know the company I work for you know we've 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 gone and, and and applied for that same type of stuff as well. But we are technically a small company, and I just think of U uh, of U.S. soccer as maybe not that small. But uh, yeah, I guess the, they uh, I guess they qualify. So that's good for for uh, soccer fans. I mean, our our our, our uh, federation's gonna gonna get a little financial backing. So I guess that's good. Yeah, it's, it's I mean it's good for just the people working in there. Right. Obviously. Just- it's that's that's the priority. That's the the main thing that the, the the relief fund and the relief loan and the relief loan and grant is for is just to try to keep people uh, working and, and without having to take that much pay or cuts or you know all, everything's gone into it over over the last few months. All right, so let's let's talk about some inner Miami stuff. I know that uh, like I said in the opening, you were you you used to cover Red Bulls uh, up in up in New York. You got yeah. since we got a new team, you got to come back home. Where it's uh, the yeah. weather's much better, you, you've jumped in with Inter Miami and started covering them on a day to day basis. You have a um, a story that you put up, uh, I think it was uh, yesterday, about uh, and and here's <laughs> and this is a name where I actually I I uh, uh, I, I manage a group of uh, Colombians and so I asked them this morning, how do you say his name? Because I know it's <laughs> not I know it's not James. But it looks like James, but James Rodriguez. So tell us a little bit about uh, this uh, story that you wrote up about, possibly about getting James uh, Rodriguez here in Miami. Sure. So, so the story came out yesterday uh, on Gold.com saying that James Rodriguez, Colombian uh, superstar, uh, Real Madrid attacker, he's linked with Inter Miami. David Beckham has reached out. Um, to gauge the interest, um, you know, Hamas has not been an active uh, player for Real for Real Madrid. He's not been uh, a, a big time player for them. He's kind of been on the on the outs for a few years now. Um, so my my story yesterday that I wrote was just, you know, let's, let's take a look at the situation. If this rumor is true, 
what does it mean? If it, and I emphasize if very uh, often throughout the article. I noticed with with these with these transfer rumors, and as you know, as anybody that's followed into Miami over the last you know few years, every big name gets linked to the clubs uh, apparently. So um, it's a it's a I put I put the if for a very specific reason. I don't personally think that it's true. I don't think that Hamas is going to be uh, courted. Just so there's so many reasons we can get into it if you'd like. Um, but if you know sports are unpredictable, you know crazy things happen all the time. Things that you never think. So um, if he if he were to come, you know the article that I broke down just what he would mean for for the city, what he would mean for the team, tactically how it would all work out with Rodolfo Pizarro, um, all, all these all these things. But it was just it was just you know just to keep the conversation going. What would it mean if he if this is realistic? Even though I'm probably not that realistic. Yeah, I would imagine he's still got a lot of interest in Europe. I mean, even if Real Madrid is not interested in keeping him or what have you, uh, you know, we, he was playing at Bayern Munich and his, his uh, loan spells uh, is run out. So I'm sure there's plenty of interest in Europe for him. But, uh, you know, so do you, so you're saying, uh, we, you know, if it's true, if it's true, are you doubting whether or not Beckham reached out to him? And, you know, with Beckham, it, it literally could be, hey, you know, they just know each other. Right, right. No, it could be you know, it could be a casual conversation, <laughs> right. just being reaching out. I mean, listen, like I've covered. I left. I'm a South Florida person. You know, I I left uh, South Florida when I finished college at FAU to go cover soccer, um, uh, MLS specifically, New York Red Bulls more specifically uh, in New Jersey and New York City um, when I left college. So when I finished up with college, um, and I've seen these rumors back then. The Red Bulls were the team that was one of the two teams that was linked with all the big names. And it wasn't just, you know, Thierry Henry, who was already there. It was not just Rafa Marcus, who was already there. It was just names would just pop up. And, and these kind of stories, I, I, I touch on it or I allude to it in the story. These kind of stories are as old as time. Um, oftentimes, and, you know, throughout the years, just, just talking to not only agents that are in MLS or uh, technical directors, a lot of these stories that come out end up coming out, you know, because either an agent overseas or, uh, a club overseas just you know kind of leaks this this story to get it out there in the press because they have vested interest in that coming out publicly and uh, you know whether it's Hamas's team and and them being looking for to drive up his price so he can have you know bigger salary wherever he goes or whether it's Real Madrid trying to push interest um, I, I think that's more along the lines of what this is about but again this is just like. My, my perception, my, my sensation is not any information that I have. Um, it's just what I think just based off of just kind of, it just doesn't make sense positionally right. to, to bring him to bring him to, to in Miami. I mean, obviously he'd be a home run in terms of the, the Colombian community and he'd be that big superstar that obviously the team doesn't really have right now. Um, but in terms of on the field, is it, is it what they need exactly? Not really. Could they make it work? Possibly. But again, I, you know, if you ask me, I don't. I don't think it's true. I don't think we'll see Hamas in a Inter Miami jersey. Um, you know, anytime soon. But sports are unpredictable, man. You never know. Crazy, crazy things happen all the time. Yeah, it would be fun. It would definitely light up the the Colombian community down here. But yeah, they keep talking about needing a number uh, nine, and he's not it, right? I mean, it wouldn't be the yeah. first. You know, I, I I guess I wonder could they put him in a more advanced role than what he usually plays in. I mean, I mean, you could, you could, you could, you could it's happened him, before. If, if you're gonna, if you're gonna pay him the, the money that he's gonna require, and then you know, do all that, he's gonna, you're gonna want to put him where he's best at, right? And, and I, I think I touched on in the articles where, 
you know, the, if, if again, if, if this was realistic and if this played out, um, you know, they could move Pizarro out to, to one of the wings yeah. and then, you know, and then just ride out with, with Julian Carranza or, you know, they talked about this when Agustin Almendra, the center midfielder for Boca Juniors, was being uh, linked with the team and there was talks about that happening. Um, there were, Paul McDonough at one point said he could buy down uh, the budget hit for, for one of the current DPs. He didn't say yeah, who. Right. Just reading between the lines and just kind of piecing it all together, it'd probably be Matias Pellegrini because he's a young DP. Mm-hmm. Um, so his budget hit lower. So you could probably drop that and have him up still on the roster and then you know, free up a DP spot. So there's, there is a crazy scenario where you could get like someone like Hamas and then still go get a DP number nine by buying down uh, Pellegrini's budget hit. But again, that's, that's, that's the, the nook and cranny of, of MLS. So um, yeah, I think if, if Hamas were to come, if Hamas were to get signed, I think they'd put him where he's best at. Um, so he could be most effective. Sure, sure. And you, you mentioned Almendra. Is there? Ha, have you heard anything else about that? That was something we we heard the signing was imminent. We kind of expecting, it. and then of course, you know, the world stopped. So, is it still so likely to happen, or do you think something's changed? I think something's changed. I think it's still very up in the air. Again, just everybody's situation right now um, across the board, and specific, specifically when we're talking about uh, soccer, football. Football, it, you know, everyone's just kind of in a wait and see hold pattern right now. So, um, can 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 he come here uh, in two months? Is he, you know, is he moving on with his plans with his family um, in in Argentina, or maybe making other plans? You know, everything's kind of just hold, on hold right now. So, um, yeah, th- there's nothing new to, to report there. Uh, nothing that I've heard, um, and I've, I have made calls here and there. Not trying to do too much because obviously it's a sensitive time for everybody. But I have tried to reach out to a few people here and there, but as of right now, I haven't heard anything new besides that, you know, everything's kind of on hold. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit as, as far as how this pandemic affects, uh, signing players. I mean, you know, cause oh, you, just because it's, uh, the world stopped and the sports stopped doesn't mean, uh, their plans stop. So they still plan on getting their big name players. Do you think, and anything you've heard that, uh, you know, this whole global thing that we're all going through, does that, stop players from being interested you know wanting to come from their whatever their comfort zone is if they're comfortable in the country that they're in currently maybe that's where they want to stay does this does this negatively affect uh bringing in some big name talent that number nine that next designated player that we want even if it isn't until august or or whenever the the, whenever they can do it you know how how does this uh affect it i again it, it So I, I wish I could give you a different answer, but just because of the situation we're in, everything's just kind of wait and see, you know, it's like, how do, the, how do the players over in Europe, let's say it's a European number nine or a European base number nine that they're looking at. Right. And uh, if, if his contract's extended beyond June 30th, because the European seasons aren't over, you know, does that player say, all right, I'm going to finish out the season with my current team. And then, you know, look to, to make the move or, you know, there's so many moving parts and so many unknowns, so many uh, variables that still haven't been determined. So it's hard to actually, you know, give you a better, more concrete answer as to what, what, how this affects things. I don't think it will hurt Inter Miami. I think Inter Miami has uh, has appeal, has sad. I don't think that that goes away just with with this pause. I think um, if anything, it might help Miami get some more time and figure out exactly which direction it wants to go in because it kind of seemed like they were in between two minds through different points you know they said we're going to have all three dps by the start of the season 
then it was okay well maybe now we'll wait till the summer so it kind of seemed like they they were still trying to figure out what the best uh what the best plan of action was and you know, maybe with this time, they they get, they get to buy themselves a little bit of, of time to figure it out. Yeah, I think, well, reality hit, you know, is it, they, they, it's great to say you want all three. But uh, when it doesn't, you know, the ones you're going after don't you know materialize, I guess you start have to go into plan B, which is, hey, I guess we can wait, which goes against everything they had said ahead of time. So, yeah, that, I mean, uh, how do you think uh, the pandemic and everything that we're going through? Have you heard anything as far as? The, the transfer window, because, you know, that that plays a big part in who Inter-Miami may get. Do you think the transfer window changes uh, because of this whole thing? I mean, it might. Again, <laughs> again it kind of just goes back to, to the overall unknown. There's so many variables. Well, so it's all right hypothetical now. now. Right. Yeah. right. So, right. I mean, right now, as as things are, uh, the window's still, still open, the initial primary window for MLS. Secondary ones later on in the summer. Um, MLS might have to change that. Uh, they may change that. Um, obviously, they're still just trying right now. MLS is trying to figure out how to resume the season, when to resume the season. Um, and then I guess, you know, once they know that, then they can go and figure out how does the secondary transfer window work? Do they open it longer? Does it do they even have one? You know, they, they, all that has to be decided first before they can figure out, um, you know, what, what the transfer window uh, rules will be or, or guidelines will be. And again, this is so many moving parts. Um, it's difficult really to give you a better answer. I wish I could. I wish I had more information to give you, but trust me, I'm looking, man. I've, I've been reaching out. I've been trying to get, they're trying to get the info, but uh, you know, it's obviously just, just, just a lot, a lot to be figured out. Yeah, it's tough and it, it's tough right now. It's, uh, you know, trying to find content, trying to find whether it be for soccer by eyes or whether it be here on football, yeah. Miami TV, it's a challenge to find content, but what we're doing here is at least we're yeah, giving, I've heard, I've heard numbers are, are, are down across the board. Um, for anybody involved with MLS. I don't think anybody's gone the other way. Um, right. And, and really, maybe, maybe you guys, because I know you guys have been staying pretty busy. So, um, but, you know, across the board, I've heard, you know, people close and, and within the MLS round that are either clubs or, or the, or the league. I've heard numbers are, are down across the board as, as you would expect. Oh no. Yeah. Here on FMTV, I mean, our numbers are down just like everybody else's, but what we've been focusing on is, is doing more of these live things so that we're building the community and giving people a, a break from, from reality and, and they can yeah, all yeah. just talk sports. Well, and even if it's nonsense or, mm-hmm. or just, uh, uh, trying to guess a little bit. So that's, you know, that's kind of what we're doing today. But, uh, but uh, you know you've, you're always writing some good stuff. So and 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 speaking about that, guys, if you're in the chat and uh, you want to jump in, uh, throw your questions in, and and we'll 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 talk about them or comments or what have you. I know there was one comment in here um, about uh, we, we should just uh, here it is. Keep our keep uh, Jason V said said keep the focus on Cavani. So forget about Hamas. Uh, let's let's just keep uh, let's focus on getting uh, Cavani. That's what he thinks. Well, yeah, hey man, and you know they need. They've said they need one a number nine. They need a number nine. He'd be a good one. Uh, so yeah, he's definitely. Uh, I, I wrote a piece at one point during, during the initial um, break. I think of, of when the coronavirus break started for, for MLS. I think I wrote a piece of five five forwards that uh, Inter Miami should look at. He was definitely in those five. I think I also had Luis Suarez, Ramon uh, Falcao, Colombian striker. Uh, Carlos Baca. I'm trying to remember who the fifth one was. I don't remember, but I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll look I'll I'll look back and uh, and get you that answer. But I I definitely did a list of top five strikers that Inter Miami should should look at again. Just trying to create some content, create some conversation. Yeah. Obviously, the time when 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 things kind of hit a wall. 
So we all want uh, MLS to get back uh, into action. We and we saw you also wrote something about uh, uh, the German league is it's trying to get back. Uh, I think it was what May 9th, I think they're 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 hoping for. Of course, it's a lot of that has to do with the government and all that stuff. But and, and you know we know that the in MLS uh, there's a training moratorium. I think it's till the end of April. But you know, in all honesty, I mean we're probably not looking at getting back to MLS till June or August. Are you hearing anything? It's, it's probably going to be summertime. You know, best case scenario right now, it's probably going to look looking like June, and that's best case scenario. Um, just because of, obviously, teams have been away for, for from the field for, for so long now, so they'd have to get back. Like Diego Alonso has said when there was press conferences, or conference calls, excuse me, uh, initially when once this all began, if this takes a while, they're going to need preseason, uh, another type of exactly. preseason, at least a couple of weeks, two, three weeks to, to get back in, in shape and in form. You don't want to risk injury and all that. So they're going to, that's going to take two weeks, three weeks. Let's, let's say early May, they're like, all right, we can get back to training. That's going to take, you know, till the end of May. And then by the time they get the games and stuff going again, it'll be June. So I would say best case, middle of June, I think I would probably say, given how things are going right now, and I've been on the optimistic side as this thing has gone along, and obviously things get, keep getting pushed back. Yeah. But if you ask me right now here on the show, I would say late June, early July at 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 best. And, you know, uh, th- for those that watch the show, it's no shock. I'm a huge Disney fan. And so I- I'm watching a lot of what Disney's doing. You know, they're a big company. They're going to lead the way in the state in a lot of ways as far as opening back up for business. And something that they've been talking about is that, you know, and they they threw out some questions to, to some of their, their fans and, and some of their pass holders and stuff like that. Universal did the same thing. So something that I thought that could apply to soccer is that, when we, you know, we assume that the first few games, at least few, maybe even more, will probably be closed door matches, right? And so when they finally allow fans back into the stadium, you know, Disney is talking about uh, checking people's temperature at the, at the, at the, you know, when you're, you know, they check your bags. And so not only will they check your bags, they will check your temperature, you know, and, and uh, they may require you to re- uh, wear a mask. Uh, they may, uh, the park uh, efficiency or, um, the amount of people allowed in the park may be about 50% of what uh, normally uh, is allowed. How do you think uh, MLS is going to handle that? And of course, it's going to be, it may be different in every state because every state, you know, California is going to be a lot more strict than, than Florida is. At least it looks like it. So uh, when we are finally allowed to go back into the stadium, what do you think it's going to look like? Well, when that's allowed, you know, it's like, like you said, it's going to probably be a while. Right. Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I really don't know. I, I, are they going to be able to do like stadiums at capacity or are they going to have to reduce capacity and only, you know, let, let a certain amount of fans in? And how do you do time? that? How, how, how do you do that? How With people, you already you sold know? the tickets. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously a, a big, 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 uh, mess that's, still trying to be figured out i mean i don't i don't know i don't have answers i don't know what what you do or how you do it um it's clearly it's looking pretty clear that inter miami's first home game will be um without fans i mean the only the only way that that doesn't happen is if this season is canceled practically that's that's the only way i could see it be you know and it's, it's such a bummer because uh there was a lot of a lot of energy a lot of momentum a lot of excitement I, I saw you with your family um from afar mm-hmm. at the open training yeah um and it was they were so close it was so close from from that dream becoming a reality and and 
two days before obviously the you know the the, the, the announcements made and the season's put on hold which is a bummer but obviously safety and, and the health of everyone was taken into consideration and, and prioritized which obviously is understandable um but obviously as, as if anybody that's been in, in the south florida community has been waiting for for so long to see that that first home game um obviously a, a, a rough a rough bit of news there but I don't know, man. I don't know how, how they figure that out. I don't know how they open it up and how you, I mean, refunds are probably going to have to be part of this whole thing to, to people that have bought individual tickets, season tickets, I guess there's more flexibility with what you can do, um, whether it's goes towards the next season, if right. you're interested in that and all that. I mean, obviously the inter Miami and all front offices across, across they're going to have to figure that out and, and get creative and, I mean, but they're they're probably gonna have to shell some money back. They're it's, they're not gonna be able to, to keep it all. If you know, obviously all games aren't played, and people buy tickets for games. Yeah. Um, the good thing for Miami compared to maybe other teams is that uh, they only sold tickets for the first three home games in terms of individual tickets. They didn't, you know, they didn't open up all the home games for tickets to be bought. Where you know other teams usually do that. So, that in terms of refunding individual tickets, they only have a, you know a few games to work with or, or to have to do that for if you know it comes down to that. Yeah, but they, if they it's, if it's the key word, if it's the yeah, key word here. Yeah, I just think it's an interesting uh, thought uh, as far as far as how sports, not just soccer, but how sports is going to change. Because anytime we go through something, the landscape changes. You know, after nine uh, eleven, things changed, and it's never gone back exactly the way it was. Right? right. So, you know, people said they wouldn't fly. Eventually they flew. But obviously security uh, got ramped up. So now we, we're going to go through this. And once they do allow games, to, to, you know, fans in, in the stands, do they want to come back? And then if they do want to come, you know, what how is it going to change? Are we like I said, are we going to be forced to wear masks? Are they going to hold up that little thermometer thing to your forehead like they do in China and stuff like that? These are all I think it's really it's going to be interesting because putting 80,000 people in an NFL stadium might not be the best idea uh, moving forward. But we got these stadiums and people want to go to see these games. Uh, and, and, and like we said, here in South Florida, so many of us have been have been working towards it and, and dreaming of it for so long. Uh, it, it just, uh, you know, I'm going to go no matter what. I'll wear a mask if they want. Hey, look, I just I already ordered my uh, inner Miami mask. Uh, I saw that it was on uh, MLSstore.com. I already ordered it. I'm ready. So you got your you got, you got the, the uh-huh. patience with the logo on it. Uh-huh. I, I saw those. I saw. I, I mean, yeah. I think. I think there's going to be more sanitary measures to, that will yeah. be taken. Um, but again, it, it gets it gets very interesting. You know, obviously, the supporters, uh, group culture, and and being jumping up and down and excited and uh, you know, taking your shirt off and doing all that. How does how does all that get affected? Um, and how do you do that without changing the dynamic of the passion and everything that a supporters group and like we've seen through. The Andrew Miami's three uh, main supporters. How do you, how do you operate with that without changing the dynamic and affecting it too much? A um, lot, lot of interesting questions that that people uh, of a higher pay scale will be made will be uh, you know obligated to make. So uh, I don't know. We'll see, man. But, we'll see. It's definitely but, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a bummer. Um, yeah. For for any any sports fan, any soccer fan, that obviously this this hits and. Things will things will probably change at least in the short term, even even once once the games get back rolling. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, it. Uh, but that's to me that's part of the fun of a uh, sports talk is right is, is is guessing these kind of things and talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And here, Jason Weiss, uh, Weiss also says, uh, let's pull that comment up, that he's okay with closed doors matches for now, as long as we can get back to some semblance of normal life. Yeah, we just want to at least be able to watch it on TV, right? And, uh, and um, you know, some other people, uh, yeah, like he says here, watching games on TV is better than none at all, right? So, I know, I, right, yeah, I, I mean, I agree, I agree 100%. Um. And I, I, like you mentioned earlier, the, the Bundesliga is looking to start May 9th if they get government approval. Right. Um, and they're talking about, you know, doing having the players tested frequently and, uh, you know, obviously limiting who goes into the stadium on game days. I think the number was up to 300 people will have to be at, at, a, at a venue um, for a match day. And that's without right. fans. So just, that's just teams, that's just players, coaches, medical staff, uh, TV production people, referees, uh ball boys, ball girls, um, and, and things of that, that nature. Um, so, but there's, there's obviously very, uh, uh, strict guidelines that will be put in place if the Bundesliga can resume in, in early May. And I think if they do return in early May and they can manage this fairly well, mm-hmm. I think other, other leagues will, will maybe not to, to, not exactly, but other teams will follow suit in terms of how to take that approach and how to maybe try to get back, uh, to, to playing games, so I think that the Bundesliga, if if they can if they can get going, um, I think everyone will kind of try to see how they how they manage it, how things go, and try to maybe copy or or uh, be as similar as possible to to their approach. I think here in the states, what we may end up watching is how the NBA handles it. Right? Uh, they they were the first one out. Maybe they come back, or maybe they just end their season because they weren't they, they were a lot further along in their season. But uh, I'm, I'm, it'll be interesting to see what the other sports leagues in this country, how baseball handles it, because they're 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 about ready to come back. So uh, that'll be interesting. I don't want to hold you all night. We do keep these shows a little shorter, but uh, we were talking about players. And so uh, where did it go? Here is um, put this one up on the screen. Bori. Cool. There, that's me screwing up names. Uh, Boricua, bro, Boricua. But Boricua Lano, though. He put the Lano in the end. Oh, Boricuano, Boricuano. I, th- I think I know who this is. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so, uh, it's, uh, he's actually, he's actually, if, if it's who I think it is, uh, Boricuano, it would be um, when I moved to New Jersey to cover the the Red Bulls. Yeah. He was the the, the room, my roommate's cousin, and uh, his name's Herbert. Uh, we get along well. He's actually lives in Florida now. I think he's in uh, West Palm Beach. Uh, if I, I might be mistaken on that, but he's now a Floridian, um, and I still, you know, keep in touch with him and, and my my old roommates who are still in Jersey, who are still Red Bull fans. But he, he jokingly says all the time that he's like leaving the Red Bulls and he's he's going to join Inter Miami right. supporters group, all that. He says he says it all the time. It's, it's, it's it's a it's a running joke that we have in the in the group message. All them. right. Well, well, his question is, uh, you know, because he says uh, that PK's kids they speak English, and you know, we know Shakira loves Miami. So, uh, you know, what do you think about PK potential face of the franchise? PK as a potential face of the franchise, I don't think. Uh, I don't think that's what happen. your buddy is asking. Think, uh, yeah. No. Inter- I mean, MLS uh, <laughs> puts a puts a premium on signing DPs in the attack um, that can create goals or score goals. So I don't think as you know, obviously he'd be a, a hit in terms of uh, the, the the press and that and that non soccer press in in Miami and you know the casual fan would love that would love to see PK and then Shakir and the star power that they bring and the, the attention that they bring not only on the field but off the field. But I don't think Inter Miami will, will shell out cash for for a center back um, 
you know, as popular as he may or may not be, just because obviously, again, there's a premium with there being limited designated player spots on it being in the attacking spots. Um, so I don't think they'll, they'll do the center back, but Hey, if they can find him, if they can find a way to make him a TAM player, just sell him there you go. living in Miami and living on South Beach, then Hey, maybe, maybe it's possible. I mean, Shakira might be like, well, you know, I was in Miami for the Super Bowl and it's amazing. So let's just do it, you know, screw it. And then there you go. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see him being the face of the franchise anytime soon. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to defend her as a face. Yeah, I, I don't want to. Yeah. I've I've seen you know you've seen other teams uh, sign some DP defenders uh, from on very rare occasions, but and I never like that. Yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah. you you want to spend your money in the attack for sure. So, um, and we've got some people that are all over the place watching them from Mexico or Mexican fans, a Colombian, Venezuelan, everybody from every, everywhere from people from all over uh, watching tonight. So thanks the so much. Everybody. The Latinos are out. The Latinos are out. Latinos yeah, are exactly. Out yeah. Watch watching this gringo here. But uh, <laughs> we also, Hey, we, for, for those Latinos, we also started doing the Spanish version of this, of this type of show. So we did that on Tuesday night. So check out Tuesday evenings. Um, and we'll we'll do the Spanish shows, and I'm just in the background pushing buttons on the on that one. And, and I am. I'm. 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 I know. I know. Uh, I know. I'm good. Couldn't be here, but uh, I'm bummed. He's not. He's not on. I was. I was looking forward to talking to him. Uh, I had had a funny story to share about him. But oh, I'll, please do. I'll, I'll I'll save it. No, <laughs> I feel I feel bad doing it without him here. Um, I ran into him in L.A. Uh, yeah. Before before the game for kickoff, uh, for the the season opener against LAFC. Um, and I talked to him and he was with a cousin and caught up and just talked for a little bit. Um, you know, just about the, and I even told him, I was like, you know what, man, Hey, like, I was like, we were talking, we started talking about the jerseys and I was like, I'm not a huge fan of the home Jersey. The white is just all white with like very little pink, but I was like, but I love the detail with the, with the, you know, freedom to dream with the nod to, to you guys, Southern Legion, uh, you know, I, you know, pushing, that's why it's blue. You know, I, I gave him props for that. Um, and then the following week, I went to uh, America's Got Soccer in Fort Lauderdale, right. um, which the Legion had their their watch party. Yeah, uh, I was there. Family. My, my family are, are are all season ticket holders, so I just we went to watch the game, and um, I ran into Uncle Ed there again, and he was like, "Hey, I haven't seen you." And it, yeah, I saw you there too, right? So he was like, "He's like, oh, I haven't seen you, I haven't seen you in a." In a in a, in a while, I was like, "Bro, I saw you last week. What are you talking about?" And he was like, <laughs> "He was like, oh yeah." He was drunk. Was, uh, I was really drunk. <laughs> I was like, "Dang, you don't even remember talking to me." I mean, he didn't—he didn't look drunk at all when I spoke to him in LA. But you know, uh, well, that's funny story, funny, funny little anecdote there. For hopefully, Uncle doesn't hate me for that. No, 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 no. We 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 make fun of each other all the time. Uh, He—that's a professional drunk right there. When you don't, when you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, no, was, I mean, I, I had no idea. I had no idea. I was talking to his cousin too. His cousin, because his cousin is from LA, was right. living in LA. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. I mean, and it's good to like, you know, talk to you guys again, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, talk to you guys throughout, throughout the years, uh, when I was up in, in New Jersey and in New York. And I remember back in the days we used to do it through blog talk radio yep. and you guys were, was still, it was just a dream. It was just a dream. And you guys would ask me questions, uh, uh, similar hypothetical, like, Oh, what will happen if there's a Miami team and a Fort Lauderdale team? And, but it was, there was no, there was no, there was no MLS team on the horizon coming and it was all just. It's still an idea. Now, now that idea is a reality, which was nice to see for a couple of weeks. Now we're just kind of on hold, which, and we're back to is, hypothetical. Which is, yeah, which is, yeah, which is the, which is the rough part, man. Because even my family, my friends here, you know, like I, I came back down because I wanted to always be home. I always wanted to live, in, like, return to South Florida, be home. I love, love South Florida, love the weather, the people, the culture. I just, this is just home for me, and like, I, 
I always had the idea that I'd come back eventually. Um, so when, when the opportunity came up, I was like, all right, I, I gotta, I gotta pull, I gotta go for this. Um, as much as, you know, New York is great. Uh, I lived in Manhattan for several years and it was an awesome experience, but there's no place like South Florida to me. Um, so I had to come back and I've seen the excitement my friends have, my family's had, the people have had, you guys have had, and just, there was so much, so much excitement. And then just for it to kind of come cracking to a halt because of, because of all this is, is disappointing. Um, but, you know, it, it'll make it that much sweeter when it does return and fans are able to get back in the stadium. And um, I think everybody will enjoy it that much more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a little easier to take now uh, because we know it's coming back. It's not a. It's not. Are we going to get a team? Uh, you know, Garber keeps telling us all these things. Is he going to mention our name in the in the halftime of the All Star Game or the MLS Cup? You know, it's all those little things that we were all hanging on a thread listening for. Uh, now we know it's going to come back, so it's 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 a little easier to wait. And, uh, you know, but it is kind of funny how just like nothing has been easy for this franchise, whether it be getting a stadium or, 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 you know, just being announced or, you know, how many times uh, uh, Marcelo Clore tried to bring this here. And uh, so it's never been easy, but uh, it'll be it'll be all that much better once we finally get there. But uh, Franco, tell everybody how they can uh, follow you and uh, read everything and then also about your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm at Franco Panizo, uh, F-R-A-N-C-O-P-A-N-I-Z-O um, on Twitter. Um, obviously, I, I tweet out my stories there, my my takes, anything I hear that maybe doesn't make it into a story. And, but if it does make it into a story, then I'll tweet it out um, as well. Um, that's that's my Twitter. Obviously, my, my articles that I write go on sbisoccer.com. Um, it's, a, it's a website dedicated to soccer. Uh, we best... We, Obviously, go specialize in American soccer, so MLS, U.S. national team. I've since I'm down here now, uh, focused a lot of my time, a lot of my my uh, energy, and a lot of my writing towards Inter Miami, covering Inter Miami. Um, so I was doing player ratings and all these things uh, when the season was happening, just to pr- give people something different, give people something to talk about. You know, whether you agree with my ratings or think they're absolute crap, um, you know, just 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 to give people different different type of coverage. Um, but like you said, I've also, as when I came down, I was like, you know what, I'm not just going to do writing. I'm going to do some, some video work, which I've never done before. Um, so I was doing a little bit of video hits on Twitter, um, which I was planning to, you know, also do to, towards YouTube. Um, and I did that for a little bit before obviously this break and I started a podcast. Um, it is Miami total football, F U T B O L just like you guys, or in Spanish, Miami total football with a buddy, um, Eric Krakauer, being sports commentator. Um, met him up in New York when he was still living. We were both living there. Met him at uh, NYCFC game. We created a great relationship. He ended up moving down here for the job at BN. Um, and now we, we, we're doing it weekly. We're doing it every uh, Tuesday morning, dropping an episode to analyze the weekend and preview the, the upcoming game. Obviously, that's on, on a bit of a break. We were trying we were trying to figure out, maybe like you guys are, um, trying to keep it somewhat regularly during this, during this time. People are obviously looking to to consume some sort of content, some sort of conversation. Um, But it's obviously a little bit more difficult. Um, Just got to get creative. Eric Eric has a growing family and and he's in Aventura. I'm here in uh, Coral Springs. So it's it's gotten a little bit tricky for us. And obviously we want to do um, a little bit more news oriented. So um, it's gotten tricky in that, in that regard, but we have, we have a couple ideas. So, um, it's on, on Apple Podcasts, um, which was formerly iTunes, on Spotify. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's, that's something we're really looking to push. We were doing, we were actually seeing some, some pretty interesting numbers early on. Um, unfortunately we're at, we're at a halt now, but, sure. um, we, we're, 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 we're brainstorming some ideas to, to bring it back, um, and, and, and different ways to, to provide, you know, the community and, and the soccer fans, anybody that's an inter Miami follower, um, some interesting stuff to, to, to really follow and listen to. And, um, so stay tuned, stay tuned. Miami, I think Miami total football is, that's my, that's my pet project. I like writing, but I want to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, covering Inter Miami was, was the opportunity for me to do it. And I, we were doing it. We were starting to do it. Um, but I, I want to get back into it a little bit more. Um, especially once, once things get back to normal or let's go back to normal as possible. Yeah. Great. I mean, more content, the better. I mean, you know, uh, you know, as many podcasts uh, that could be out there, as many video shows like us, uh, that can, that can be out there, the more content, the better. So I, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and might, might be doing a might be doing a sorry might be doing a a, a raffle soon on, on Miami Total Football's Instagram handle. Okay. Um, it's Miami underscore Total underscore Football again. Um, that's the Instagram handle. Might be doing some raffles soon, just with my Inter Miami gear, um, just to just to get people excited again and kind of get them uh, talking about Inter Miami again and, and, and feeling that that fervor and all that. So um, if you're an Inter Miami follower, you want some some free gear. Uh, you might you might you might see something on inter my uh on, on from inter miami on uh on our on our uh instagram feed soon i've actually been to canesware as, as uh, a result of you guys from as a result i know jeff um pretty well so uh now so um gotten a couple things there you might so you might see that soon on the inter uh i'm sorry on the total uh, miami total football uh instagram uh feed soon Great. Yeah. Yeah. Go to everybody. Uh, that's a great reminder. Go to canesware.com and use FMTV25 as your code. And once the store opens up, you guys are going to love the store if you haven't been there. They've got a huge selection. So definitely check that's it real, out. It's real cool. Yeah. It's real cool. Honestly, it's real cool. I, I went with my brother. I think the day they announced that the season was, was to a halt, I was like, all right, I wrote my story. And I was like, oh, I guess I got nothing else to write for, for now. I was like, and they're probably going to close this store soon. So yep. I was like, let's go. Like, I called my brother picked them up and we went um and i mean you know just the selection they have is is pretty cool um obviously the jerseys shorts everything yep. you know all types of different things if you're if you're an inner miami fan that's uh that's that's the place to, to, to go all right yeah and you would never expect it with a name like canes uh canes where you would never expect to see inner miami stuff but they do have yeah. a great selection so hey uh franco thanks so much for 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 spending some time with us um, everybody that's watching, thank you for for joining in the conversation. Uh, is fairly active in the chat. If I didn't get to it, I'm sorry. It's hard to do everything when you're when you're uh, when I'm by my, without yeah, without Ed, right? But he but he worked. Jack, wore, he, Jack he, of all trades over there. Yeah, I'm the producer. I'm a yeah. I've got uh, lighting. Uh, got everything going on here. But uh, but uh, you know, I saw your. I think I saw some steam come out of your head at one point there. <laughs> I think that light in the background. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, Hey, if if uh, if if you haven't uh, gone to our website, go to go to um, footballmiamitv.com where you could find our podcast, which is just the audio version of this, and it's also on all the other uh, platforms as well. Everybody, so uh, any platform you could think of, it's there. So go check it out. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. Please like, share, and subscribe. Go check check out Franco's work over at Soccer by Ives, uh, um, sbisoccer.com, and also watch his, uh, or listen to his uh, podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, Franco. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We will see you guys on Sunday. Thanks for having me on, brother. See you soon.